If there's one thing I learned from covering Kenny Lofton when he played for the Cleveland Indians is that Kenny Lofton is an outspoken man. And he was that kind of a guy when he played Major League Baseball. And that has not stopped since his retirement. He is very upset over what he believes is unfair treatment of his chances to make it into Cooperstown, the Baseball Hall of Fame. He believes the fact that there are PED users, known PED users, who are still having opportunities to get into the Hall of Fame, that is painting him in a different light, and it is perhaps keeping him out of having a legitimate shot at making the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, his career was spectacular. I believe he had four gold gloves. Do you recall him scaling the wall at the old Jacobs Field, now Progressive Field? It was a thing of beauty. His grace, his athleticism, his explosiveness was something to behold. And Kenny Lofton, when he was on the base paths, was absolutely a terror for any kind of pitcher and any kind of catcher in Major League Baseball. He had the ability to strike fear in their hearts, and he often delivered, led the league on several occasions. So already we're talking about a guy that had four gold gloves. That's the epitome of being outstanding in the field. Then a guy who was one of the best base stealers of his era, and also an individual who had more than 2,400 base hits in his long career, and a guy who scored more than 1,500 runs. So we look at all of those statistics and we say, those are pretty darn good when you put them in line with someone like, say, a Tim Raines, who is now a Baseball Hall of Famer. But Kenny Lofton, very upset, telling the New York Post that, it irks him. It pisses him off, if I can be so bold to say what he said. It gets him upset to know that those guys are still having consideration for the Hall of Fame. And then one guy in particular, and that is Alex Rodriguez. Rodriguez, because one full season alone in 2014, Alex Rodriguez did not play any baseball. He was suspended because he was outside the rules, if you will. And now Alex Rodriguez is the darling voice of baseball on Fox, and he is celebrated and not necessarily diminished in value and in stature because he was a known cheater. What do you think? Do you think Kenny Lofton is out of bounds, or do you think he has a right to be upset? I say he has the right, and I also think some way, shape, or form, he has an opportunity or will in future years to get voted into the Hall of Fame. It's not an easy road. He certainly uh, is not one of those individuals that everybody on the first ballot is going to say he's a Hall of Famer. But I think he does stack up with other guys that are in the hall and certainly should, in one way, shape, or form, be able to get enough uh, votes one day to be a Baseball Hall of Famer. I checked in with Kenny's former teammate, Indians great 
Sandy Alomar, who of course is now one of the coaches for Tito Francona and the tribe. And he says it is just absolutely a crying shame that Kenny had less than 5% of the vote the first year of his eligibility and thus is out of the running unless special circumstances come into play. Now I'm going to bring on my colleague, P.J. Ziegler. We are with my colleague at Fox 8, P.J. Ziegler. Been working with you for quite a few years, P.J. Always enjoy it and always your takes on sports. The take that I want is Kenny Lofton, Hall of Famer or no Hall of Famer? Simply put, Hall of Famer. Uh, if you look at the numbers that he has based off of what other numbers that are out there, uh, I can see the argument that he makes uh, when he was upset that guys with PEDs were getting looked over. Um I'm just doing this off the top of my head, but I think he hit close to 300 for his career, uh, over 600 stolen bases, 2,400 hits. But you look at some of those other outfielders that are in the Hall of Fame or that have gotten consideration for the Hall of Fame, um, his numbers are right up there with with them. And the other thing I think that if you look at, like he said, the ones that took away the vote, those that, that quote-unquote cheated, uh, in his words, um, I mean, I think it's fair. I also think some of this has to play off of, um, you know, he, he mentioned A-Rod in the article that he, yeah. that he did and being the face of, of baseball and being, you know, being on Fox and he can't watch the World Series and things like that. I think society nowadays has changed. I think people are all about second chances. I think people are all about what have you done for me lately. And I think a lot of people have forgotten uh, maybe per se some of the stuff that, Back in the day, had they been voting when it originally happened, they would have said, no, not a chance this person gets into the hall. But as time goes on, I think people, it kind of... it kind of grows on them a little bit, and I think that's why you're starting to see some of the Hall of Famers get more. Uh, excuse me, some of the quote-unquote cheaters are starting to get more and more Hall of Fame uh, votes. I know there's a lot of people out there that will say, "I still will not vote for a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. um, it, no matter what happens if 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 they cheated." Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think Kenny Lofton is kind of getting a little bit of a, of a of a raw deal based off of the numbers he had. Uh, the way he played, not only offensively but also defensively, um, I think certainly signifies an opportunity for him to get into the to the Hall of Fame. You could also take a case and look at what Kenny Lofton did in terms of just sparking the franchise. One of the earlier players in the turnaround of the Indians of the 90s and a big reason why they had that success uh, along the way in the mid-90s. And I think, if I remember correctly, 11 11- of the teams that he played on uh, went to the postseason, something along those lines. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not a one-man uh, show, but obviously he played uh, played a role in that, a six-time All-Star in his career. Uh, yeah, I mean, certainly he has not only the potential, uh, not only the numbers, but I think attitude-wise, the guy played the, ga- the, the, the game the right way. And he wasn't just one-dimensional like some of these guys that are being nominated uh, for the Hall of Fame are. Yeah, you're getting guys that you get on strictly on their defense, and I think maybe you talk about Omar Vizquel. He's eventually going to get in, and and, uh, we'll get into his numbers in a bit. But Omar, with his 11 gold gloves, that really screams at the committee. So I think that's going to bode well for him. But Kenny Lofton, stolen bases, phenomenal in the field. And not just stealing bases, but probably the most iconic 
bit of base running in Indians history in the American League Championship Series in 1995 when he went from second on a pass ball and scored. And that's just a signature moment in Indians history. So I think that, you know, as, as we've kind of stated here, I think he has a good case and I can understand why he is upset. Now, as we look forward, you could be looking at, obviously, Omar Vizquel, as we, we just mentioned. I think that will actually come into being maybe in the next two or three years. He's up to 42%, and so he's made a nice jump from his first year of eligibility up to 42%. He's about you know fifth or sixth in the amount of votes that were registered this past year, so I think his time is going to come. But Kenny, the tough part for him is he has to wait, I believe, until at least, tw- I think, 20 to 23 in order for veterans committees to maybe uh, get to the point where they will sit down and say, this guy needs to be back on some kind of ballot and given uh, consideration as well. Absolutely. And I think if you look at the guys that are going in this year from the veteran committee, I think a lot of people will say, well, Kenny Lofton should certainly be in the company of those those kind of guys because there was a lot of people scratching their heads saying those guys got in as you know veterans so i think eventually down the line for for kenny lofton uh, he'll be the f- funny thing about omar vizquel you're mentioning about him the best part about omar vizquel i think was back in the day you always got to the ballpark early to watch him work out he was one of those guys you just love to watch how he got ready for a game mm-hmm. i mean that was and and the guy that kind of reminds me of that a lot this year now at the indians Francisco Lindor, yeah. same kind of mentality. You get to the ballpark early because you like to see how Frankie, you know, takes ground balls. He, he has that special glove, that uh, flat glove that he uses to work on his soft hands. And that was very similar to what Omar Vizquel had back in the day. In the 2000 movie Gladiator, Russell Crowe's character, in the heat of his battle, stops and exhorts the crowd. Are you not entertained, he shouts. Sold into slavery, the gladiator rose through the ranks, and his subsequent popularity in the arena threatened the throne. Baseball's leaders in the Bud Selig era seem perfectly capable of not worrying at all that some stars were using PEDs and were saying to the baseball fans that couldn't get enough of the long ball, Are you not entertained? Some sluggers justified the skirting of the rules with the increase in big flies. Who could forget the Sosa and Maguire home run battles? But caught in that deception were players like Lofton, who did it, they claim, the right way. Lofton's splendid baseball talent came along at a fortunate time for Indian fans, but unfortunate time for his Hall of Fame aspirations. He easily could look into the stands at the then Jacobs Field and shout, Are you not entertained? And know in his heart, the entertainment did not come with any kind of a wink or a scorn towards the rules. Those are my thoughts and just a little illumination on the subject of PEDs in Major League Baseball affecting one, Kenny Lofton, and his pursuit of being in Baseball's Hall of Fame. If you like this episode, consider subscribing to us. We certainly would appreciate it. And we look forward to more episodes as we move further on down this podcast line. Thanks again to P.J. Ziegler, who came on with me, and also to Sandy Alomar for his real quick thoughts on the Lofton situation. Until next time, we'll see you on Tellage Talks.